Why don't we stand this morning and let's lift our hands and our voices and let's love them together all across this house. Would you lift your voice today? Jesus, we love you. God, I praise you. I worship you. I magnify you today, God. Come on, somebody lift your voice. He's worthy of praise. On a Sunday morning, we love you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. What a sweet touch of the Holy Ghost is in this house today. How many come expecting God to do something great before we leave here? May I just tell you today that if you're sick in your body, you're in the right place at the right time. You can leave healed today. Can I tell you today that if you've never received the Holy Ghost, today would be a good day to talk in tongues for the very first time. I believe that God wants to do something before we leave this house today. Amen. I direct your attention to Acts chapter 3. And while you're turning there, let me say what an honor, what a privilege it is to stand behind this pulpit. Do not take it. Take it lightly. Give honor to Pastor and Sister Mullings, their hospitality, the room, basket, everything has been incredible. Um, and we're so, so honored to be here. Glad my wife, little baby girl, is with us uh, today. I'm glad Jesus is here. How about you? Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 3, begin reading at verse number 1. The Bible says, now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked in alms. And Peter, Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. The Bible says that Peter fastened his eyes on him with John. And said, look on us. And the man gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And if the Holy Ghost would help us for the next few moments, I want to preach to you from this thought. Expecting to receive. Expecting to receive. Would you set your Bibles down? Let's pray together and ask that God would be with us for the next few minutes here. Jesus, we love you today. God, I praise you. I worship you. I'm asking you that you would help us today. You would anoint us today. Anoint our ears to hear. Anoint our hearts to receive. Our minds to understand. 
Your word is already anointed. I pray, God, that it would have free course in this house and would not return void. God, confirm your word today with signs following. And we will not fail to give you praise and glory and honor that you alone are worthy of. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise? He's worthy of it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, let's do that some more. He's worthy on a Sunday morning. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. I would like to say from the very onset of this service this morning that I believe that God wants to do something in this house today. I do not believe that we have a service to waste. We do not have a service to just come and go through our normal routine. But I believe it is now high time for us to come to an understanding that every service matters. It doesn't matter if it is midweek Bible study or a Sunday night shout. Every time I walk through the doors, I come expecting and believing that something transformational is going to happen in our midst. That's what church is all about. Leaving different than how you came. Changed and transformed and renewed in the Holy Ghost. I, I don't wake up on a Sunday morning to come to just another social club or another gathering. But when I wake up on a Sunday morning, I come to the house of God expecting God to meet me there and God to change my world once again. Let me pause long enough on this Sunday morning to tell you that I believe it is not God's will or God's plan for anyone of us to leave the same way that we came. If you come into this house sick in your body, I believe it is the will of God that you leave healed today. If you come today bound by some sort of addiction, I believe that it is God's plan and God's desire that you leave different. I'm not interested in walking out the same way that I came, but I stand here on a Sunday morning and I need God to show up in my world. I believe that expectation is the birthplace for the miraculous. What is expectation? It is the strong belief that something is going to happen. In case you haven't figured it out this morning, I don't have a, a landing strip or a runway. I don't know how to do that, so let's jump on board because I believe that before we leave this house today, that miracles are going to take place. I've come expecting God to do something in this house. Right. Expectations are beliefs. That come from a person's thought process when they are examining evidence. Many times our expectations come from what we are used to. Our family growing up or our own personalities. 
if we all we have ever experienced in a relationship is arguing and yelling, then if we are not careful, that becomes our expectation for our own relationships. Hear me today, expectations can be high or they can be low. They can be reasonable or they can be unreasonable. They can be good or they can be bad. Our Bible speaks of expectations of redemption, expectations of judgment, delayed expectations, unrealized expectations. But hear me today as I tell you that unfulfilled expectation can cause a lot of heartache a lot of trouble and a lot of pain we believe that something is going to happen only for it not to happen and as a result if we are not careful we'll show up on a Sunday morning not expecting anything to ever happen again in our situation but I've come on a Sunday morning to declare to you that we still serve a God that can meet your expectations I don't care what you're going through I don't care what you're facing we serve a God that can't do the impossible I thought it was going to happen but it didn't happen I thought the answer was here but it didn't come I, I was expecting only to be disappointed and if we're honest this morning we've all been there We all know what it's like to to come expecting something in it and it not take place. However, I've come to preach to you today that there is a God that wants to meet your expectation. I don't know what your need is today. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know the tears that you cried yourself to sleep last night with. But the Holy Ghost sent me here on a Sunday morning to tell you one more time that He knows where you are. He knows what you're going Going through, and if you expect to receive today, there is no telling what can happen. Hear me today, we serve a God that doesn't leave you hanging. He's not a God of heartache. He's not a God of trouble. He's not a God of pain. But rather he is a God that will mend your broken heart. He is a God that will fix your trouble. He is the omniscient, all-knowing, all-powerful God. And I've got to preach to somebody on a Sunday morning that it's time to let our expectation rise and say when I wake up on a Sunday morning, if I can get to the house of God, there's no telling what's going to happen in my world I've got a question for you today what have you come expecting what have you come needing What's the situation that's in your world and you can't seem to get around it? What have you come needing today? Let me tell you it can happen. Let me tell you it can happen in this house today. Let me be so redundant that before you leave this house, you will understand that I serve a God that can do absolutely anything. I serve a God that can do absolutely anything. Amen, you can be seated. Just prior to our text this morning, the church had just experienced its birth. 
One chapter earlier in Acts chapter 2, the day of Pentecost had just taken place. The Holy Ghost was poured out in the upper room at John Mark's mother's house. It spilled out onto the streets. Those that had gathered around began to ask the question, what in the world is going on? Are these people crazy? Are they drunk? Have they lost their mind? And Peter stood up. We all know the story on the day of Pentecost and began to preach the first message and at the conclusion of his message about 3,000 souls were added to the church that day. They, they went from house to house having revival, selling possessions, giving to the poor. Something supernatural and powerful was taking place in Jerusalem. It was what Jesus had told his disciples would happen. When he told them, go tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And now we have the church. It is alive. It is well. It's moving. It's vibrant. They are having revival. And Acts chapter 3 opens up our text today. This same Peter that had just preached the first message on the day of Pentecost. He, he is with John and they're on their way to the temple. It is the hour of prayer. No telling what was going through their mind. They had just experienced something that they have never experienced before. Their their faith was high. Their level of expectation was high. And they're on their way to pray. And the Bible says that there was a certain man that was lame that sat by the gate called Beautiful asking of alms of everyone that was on their way to pray. So he sees Peter and John that day, and he's going to do what he's always done. He's going to ask an alm of them and ask them for a little money to help him. And so the Bible says that Peter and John began to walk his way. And Peter looked at him with John by his side, and he said to the lame man, Look! on us. And the Bible says that he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. All they said was look on us. But there was something on the inside of this man that said if I could just get their attention I know something is going to happen. There was something in this lame man that said, I don't just sit here for nothing. I don't just go to church on a Sunday morning just to sit there and get nothing out of service. But when I ask, I expect to get something in return. Up until this point, he had just received alms. Up until this point, he had just received a pat on the back and everything's going to be okay. But now, he's getting ready to receive a miracle and Peter looked back at him and said sir I know what you're asking you're asking for a little money you're asking for a little help to buy groceries or to pay a medical bill but silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk 
And the Bible says that he took him by the right hand and he lifted him up and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. I know it's not money. I know it's not a pat on the back. But what you're about to receive is a miracle. You're not going to have to beg any longer. You're not going to have to sit by the gate any longer. You're not going to need help from somebody any longer. Because if you're expecting to receive, we serve a God that can do the impossible. And he leaping up stood. He walked. He entered into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And everybody looked around and said, hold on. What happened here? Isn't this the same man that sat by the gate? How in the world is he walking? How in the world is he dancing? What's going on here? Little did they know that when you have an encounter with God and you come expecting to receive, there is no telling what can happen. I've come on a Sunday morning to preach to this house today. It's time to start believing again. I've come today to preach some faith back into this room and tell you that it's high time that our level of expectation rise to a place where we believe that God can do anything. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're going through. But the devil has robbed you of your faith. And I've come to lift your faith today and tell you if he did it back then, he can do it again today. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. There needs to be something in our spirit that says, God, I'm ready for you to do the impossible. I'm ready for you to do the miraculous. I'm ready for God to do something supernatural in our midst. However, I'm not just ready for it. But when I walk through those doors, I come expecting it to happen. I come expecting somebody to receive the Holy Ghost. I come expecting somebody to be healed. I come expecting somebody to be delivered. Something needs to rise up in your spirit that says, God, I believe you can't do anything. I'll never forget it. Several years ago, a close friend of mine, we we were talking one day at lunch. He attended a church a few hours away from us. They were experiencing unprecedented apostolic revival. And we got to talking about it. What's happening? What's taking place? And I'll never forget what he said. He looked at me. He said, I don't know how to explain it. All I know is our level of expectation is so high. And our faith is so high. That we know if we bring somebody that needs the Holy Ghost. They will receive it. He said, there's no... No doubt in our mind. We don't even question it. All we know is if we get them there, it's going to happen. He said that's the kind of expectation that we have in our church. And I've come to preach to the Apostolic Rock Church. It's time to get that level of expectation that says if they're sick, get them to the house. They're going to be healed. If they need the Holy Ghost, get them to the house and they're going to be filled. 
hear me today. Church was never meant to be dry, boring, lifeless. But it was meant to be alive. It was meant for miracles to take place. It was meant for signs and wonders to happen. You're looking at a young man today. I said it yesterday and I'm going to say it again. But I'm tired of average church. I'm tired of just coming and going through the motions. Coming to a little pre-service prayer. Hearing a few songs sung. Giving it an offering and hearing a little message preached. And going home the same way. But there's something beating on the inside of me that says God. God, would you pour out the Holy Ghost today? Would you pour out your spirit today? I come expecting. I come expecting. I don't know why you come to church today. I don't know what got you out of bed this morning. Was it just a fulfilling obligation? Was it just to fulfill a duty? Was it just to keep your pastor off your back? Or is there something beating on the inside of you that says, I've got some stuff going on in my world. I've got a need that I need answered. I don't know what you're looking for today, but I've come to tell you, if you come expecting God to meet your need, there is no telling what can happen in this house. We could spend some time today talking about the woman with the issue of blood. She had a problem for 12 long years. She had suffered many things of many physicians. She had gone to doctor after doctor trying to find a cure for her infirmity. She had spent all of her money. But the Bible lets us know that instead of getting better, she got worse. Man tried everything they knew. They tried the best medicine in the world, and they could not fix her. They tried all the techniques that they learned at school, and they could not fix her. But somewhere this little lady heard about a man who specialized in taking impossibilities and turning them into possibilities. She heard about a man that specialized in taking things that were broken. I'm preaching to somebody today. That's broken and messed up. And let me tell you, he specializes in putting them back together again. And so she made up in her mind. I know there's going to be a lot of people that are following him. But if I can just touch him, I know something is going to happen. I don't know how she did it, Pastor Mullins. But I doubt she had the proper manners. I doubt she said, excuse me. I doubt she said, pardon me. But there was something in her that says, if I can touch him, I expect something to happen in my body. And the Bible lets us know she began to push her way through the crowd. She began to crawl her way through the crowd and said, if I can just get to Jesus, I'm expecting something to happen. And the Bible says she didn't even touch him. All she touched was his him. And all of a sudden, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And Jesus turned them about in the press and, and said, who touched me? And they said, everybody's touching you. He said, no, there's something different about this touch. Because whoever touched me, there was a level of expectation in their spirit that says if they just touch me, something's going to happen. Who touched me? And this little lady 
crawling out of the crowd says, that was me. I, I touched you. And he said, woman, you've got some great faith because you came expecting something to happen. Baby, you're going to be all right. Your sins are going to be forgiven. Everything's going to be okay. And I've come today to preach to the Apostolic Rock Church. There needs to be a tenacity that gets in your spirit today that says, I don't care what I'm facing. I don't care what the peer pressure is. I don't care about the crowd that's all around Jesus. I've got to need and I've got to get to him because if I get to Jesus something is going to happen in my world I'm telling you that God will respond to our expectation we could talk about blind Bartimaeus today sitting by the side of the road begging no doubt in his mind he had heard about a man named Jesus He had heard how he had healed others that were blind and they were able to see again. And I'm sure that it was something that he longed for the day that he would meet this man named Jesus. Because he knew if I could just meet him, something's going to happen in my world. He longed for the day. That he would be healed of his blindness. I don't know how it all happened. But all I can tell you, I can imagine it in my mind's eye. He hears the commotion going on in the distance. He hears the rustling of the sandals along the dusty road. Could it be, he said to himself, could this be the man that they call Jesus? A sound got a little closer. And maybe somebody close by mentioned, it's Jesus. Bartimaeus sat up a little straighter. Maybe he straightened himself up a little bit. Because this was the moment that he had been waiting for. If I can just get his attention. There's no telling what's going to happen in my world. There were those that were around him. As Bartimaeus began to cry out. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. There were those that began to criticize him. Be quiet, Bartimaeus. Be satisfied with the money that you've received today. You're just a beggar. Don't you know you're the son of Timaeus? And Timaeus had his own problems. And it's a generational curse, Bartimaeus. You just got to deal with this for the rest of your life. Bartimaeus said, no, I've heard too many things about this man named Jesus. And if he did it for others, I'm expecting him to do it for me. Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, be quiet. No, I'm going to cry even the louder. You're not blind, but I am. And I need God to show up in my world. I'm preaching to somebody today that it's time to let your level of expectation rise. I don't know how long you've been dealing with that situation. I don't know how long you've been waiting on an answer. But I'm here to tell you today 
There is a God that has showed up at the Apostolic Rock Church on April 24th. Said, if you'll just come with a little expectation and a little faith in your spirit, I will meet you at your level of expectation. Would you stand with me today? You don't know, preacher. You don't know how bad it is. You don't know how long I've prayed for the answer. You don't know how long I've dealt with this sickness. You're right, I don't know how long. But I know the kind of God that I serve today. And He sent me here to tell you, why don't you pray one more time? And when you pray this time, let there be something rise in your spirit that says, God, you promised it to me. And I am expecting it to come to pass. I've got a question for you. What are you expecting today, Apostolic Rock Church? Well, I've been disappointed. Because I prayed and it didn't come to pass. I fasted and it didn't come to pass. I've come expecting and it hasn't happened yet. And and so I'm done. I'm preaching to you today. Don't sell yourself short of a miracle. Don't sell yourself short of your answer on this Sunday morning. You could be just one prayer away from a breakthrough. You could be just one prayer away from an answer. God's promises are yay and amen. If God has promised you something, I'm preaching to you today that He will fulfill every promise. What do you need today, visitor friend of mine? What's going on in your world? Sleepless nights? Let me tell you, there's a God that wants to give you a peace that will pass all understanding. What's going on in your world? The troubled marriage? What's going on in your world? Aimlessness, wandering to and fro, looking for an answer. Let me tell you today, you didn't just stumble into this house. You're not here by accident. You're not here by coincidence. But the Holy Ghost has been drawing you saying, Hey, I've got something you need. And if you'll just show up to my house expecting to receive, there is no telling what can happen. As they begin to sing and they begin to play, I don't know what your need is today. But I don't want you to make your way to an altar and just lift your hands and expect nothing to happen. But I want you to step out from where you are right now with faith in your spirit that says God's going to do it for me today. God's going to meet my need today. I'm not going to leave the same way that I came. But I'm expecting God to do something in my world. Sir, you don't have to run any longer.